0: Young, Join us as we experience God's Word together and grow in our relationship with Him. Today, we'll be reading from the Berean Standard Bible. The reading plan we're following is the one-year chronological Bible. Today is day 11, and we're reading Genesis chapter 30, verses 25 through 43, as well as Genesis 31. Let's dive in. Now, after
1: Rachel had given birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me on my way so I can return to my homeland. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you, that I may go on my way. You know how hard I have worked for you. But Laban replied, If I have found favor in your eyes, please stay. I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. And he added, Name your wages, and I will pay them. Then Jacob answered, You know how I have served you and how your livestock have thrived under my care. Indeed, you have had very little before my arrival, but now your wealth has increased many times over. The Lord has blessed you wherever I set foot. But now, when may I also provide for my own household? What can I give you? Laban asked. You do not need to give me anything, Jacob replied. If you do this one thing for me, I will keep on shepherding and keeping your flocks. Let me go through all of your flocks today. Let me go through all your flocks today and remove from them every speckled or spotted sheep, every dark colored lamb, every spotted or speckled goat. These will be my wages. So my honesty will testify for me when you come and check on my wages in the future. If I have any goats that are not speckled. Or spotted, or any lambs that are not dark colored, they will be considered stolen. Agreed, said Laban. Let it be as you have said. That very day, Laban removed all the streaked or spotted male goats, and every speckled or spotted female goat, every one that had any white on it, and every dark colored lamb, and he placed them under the care of his sons. Then he put a three days journey between himself and Jacob while Jacob was shepherding the rest of Laban's flocks. Jacob, however, took fresh branches of the poplar, almond, and plane trees. He peeled back the bark, exposing the white inner wood of the branches. Then he set that peeled branches in the watering troughs in front of the flocks, coming in to drink. So when the flocks were in heat and they came to drink, they made it in front of the branches. And they bore young that were streaked or speckled, or spotted. Jacob set apart the young, but he made the rest face the streaked, dark-colored sheep in Laban's flocks. Then he set his own stock apart and did not put them with Laban's animals. Whenever the stronger females of the flock were in heat, Jacob would place the branches in the troughs, in full view of the animals, so that they would breed in front of the branches. But if the animals were weak, he did not set out the branches." So the weaker animals went to Laban, and the stronger ones went to Jacob. Thus, Jacob became exceedingly prosperous. He owned large flocks, maid servants, and men servants, and camels
0: and donkeys. Genesis 31. Now Jacob heard that Laban's sons were saying, Jacob has taken away all that belonged to our father, and built all this wealth at our father's expense. And Jacob saw from the countenance of Laban that his attitude toward him had changed. Hmm. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your fathers and to your kindred, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent word and called Rachel and Leah to the field where his flocks were. And he told them, I can see from your father's countenance that his attitude toward me has changed. But the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all my strength. And although he has cheated me and changed my wages ten times, God has not allowed him to harm me. If he said, The speckled will be your wages, then the whole flock bore speckled offspring. If he said, The streaked will be your wages, then the whole flock bore streaked offspring. Thus God has taken away your father's livestock and given them to me. When the flocks were breeding, I saw in a dream that the streaked, spotted, and speckled males were mating with the females. In that dream, the angel of God said to me, Jacob, and I replied, Here I am. Look up, he said. And see that all the males that are mating with the flocks are streaked, spotted, or speckled, for I have seen all that Laban has done to you. I am the god of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar and made a solemn vow to me. Now get up and leave this land at once, and return to your native land. And Rachel and Leah replied, Do we have any portion or inheritance left in our father's house? Are we not regarded by him as outsiders?' Not only has he sold us, but he has certainly squandered what was paid for us. Surely all the wealth that God has taken away from our father belongs to us and to our children. So do whatever God has told you. Then Jacob got up and put his children and his wives on camels, and he drove all his livestock before him along with all the possessions he had acquired in Padan Aram to go to his father Isaac in the land of Canaan. Now while Laban was out shearing his sheep, Rachel stole her father's household idols. Moreover, Jacob deceived Laban, the Aramean, by not telling him that he was running away. So he fled with all his possessions, crossed the Euphrates, and headed for the country of Gilead. On the third day, Laban was informed that Jacob had fled. So he
1: took his relatives with him, pursued Jacob for seven days, and overtook him in the hill country of Gilead. But that night... God came to Laban the Aramean in a dream and warned him, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country of Gilead when Laban overtook him, and Laban and his relatives camped there as well. Then Laban said to Jacob, What have you done? You have deceived me and carried off my daughters like captives of war. Why did you run away secretly and deceive me? Without even telling me, I would have sent you away with joy and singing with tambourines and harps, but you did not even let me kiss my grandchildren and my daughters goodbye. Now you have done a foolish thing. I have power to do you great harm, but last night the God of your father said to me, be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Now you have gone off because you long for your father's house. But why have you stolen my gods? I was afraid, said Jacob. For I thought that you would take your daughters from me by force. So if you find your gods with anyone here, he shall not live. In the presence of our relatives, see for yourself if anything is yours and take it back. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen the idols. So Laban went into Jacob's tent, then Leah's tent, then the tents of the two maidservants, but he found nothing. Then he left Leah's tent and entered Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken Laban's household idols, put them in the saddlebag of her camel, and was sitting on them. And Laban searched everything in the tent, but he found nothing. And Rachel said to her father, Sir, do not be angry that I cannot stand up for you, for I am having my period. So Laban searched. But he could not find the household idols. Then Jacob became incensed and challenged Laban. What is my crime? He said. For what sin of mine have you so hotly pursued me? You have searched all my goods. Have you found anything that belongs to you? Put it here before my brothers and yours, that they may judge between the two of us. I have been with you now for twenty years Your sheep and your goats have not miscarried, nor have I eaten the rams of your flock. I did not bring you anything torn by wild beasts. I bore the loss myself. And you demanded payment from me for what was stolen by day or night. As it was, the heat consumed me by day and the frost by night, and sleep fled from my eyes. Thus, for twenty years I have served in your household, fourteen years. For your two daughters and six for your flocks. But you have changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father and the God of Abraham and the fear of Isaac had not been with me, surely by now you would have sent me away empty handed. But God has seen my affliction
0: and the toil of my hands. And last night he rendered judgment. But Laban answered Jacob, These daughters are my daughters, these sons are my sons, and these flocks are my flocks. Everything you see is mine. Yet what can I do today about these daughters of mine or the children they have borne? Come now, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it serve as a witness between you and me. So Jacob picked out a stone and set it up as a pillar. And he said to his relatives, Gather some stones. So they took stones and made a mound. And there by the mound they ate. Laban called it Jigar sahadutha and Jacob called it Gelid. Then Laban declared, This mound is a witness between you and me this day. Therefore the place was called Gelid. It was also called Mizpah, because Laban said, May the Lord keep watch between you and me when we are absent from each other. If you mistreat my daughters or take other wives, although no one is with us, remember that God is a witness between you and me. Laban also said to Jacob, Here is the mound and here is the pillar I have set up between you and me. This mound is a witness and this pillar is a witness that I will not go past this mound to harm you and you will not go past this mound and pillar to harm me. May the God of Abraham and the God of Nahor and the God of their father judge between us. So Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and invited his relatives to eat a meal. And after they had eaten, they spent the night on the mountain. Early the next morning, Laban got up and kissed his grandchildren and daughters and blessed them. Then he left to return home. Father, we again praise you for your goodness. Thank you for your word. Thank you that it is
1: living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword. And or these stories that we read are historical fact, and they are also a guideline and a guidepost to us. Lord, so teach us through the reading of your word and our discussion and prompt us with questions so that our minds, our hearts are turned to you, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Day 11 had a lot to unpack there. We're, we're going into a miraculous story uh, Jacob overcoming the shrewd businessman of Ooh. Laban, who who cheated him by constantly changing his wages as we mm-hmm. discussed last time, and trying to say that, no, you, I don't really owe you much. You're just gonna have to stay here and keep working. Mm. Then Jacob splits the flock and has these sheep and goats reproduce in stripes, spots, speckles, so that he can have them. But the way he does it doesn't make any scientific sense. Right. Uh, I mean, he, he strips bark off a
1: few rods, holds them up, puts them in front of the troughs when they're, they're mating. And lo and behold, God miraculously intervenes. And that, again, as we see the hand of an almighty God who spoke the worlds into being, he certainly can cause sheep and goats to reproduce however he wants them to. And his, his design is to bless Jacob so that he comes out with four wives. Let's, let's go ahead and call them four wives, right? <laughs> two wives, two concubines. It, it, eventually, the story names them as wives. But the point is, he comes out and he is rich. He has got
0: so much. Yeah, he he leaves Laban's land with more than Laban had, Mm. which is a a story of God's providence over his chosen people, bringing them into prosperity and fulfilling his promise. So some interesting notes as the story continues is we get Rachel and Leah agree completely to return with him. Their father is upset. Mm Mm-hmm. And he has left them with almost nothing. Uh, according to their own account, he, he, it seems like he disowned them after they're with Jacob. Rachel and Leah completely agree to come with him. Let's go to the homeland. But there's one thing that they do on their way out. Oh. Rachel steals the household idols. Mm. So yes, Ra- Rachel steals the household
1: idols, conceals them. Who is your God? who is your god you know and that that continually is a question that we need to ask ourselves i think on a day-to-day basis who am i really serving so rachel thinks she's
0: she's clinging to her father's past life and she's clinging to the old gods that they had worshiped before the the question i would have you know cuz jacob was first given the wife of leah and leah names her children some pretty Pretty good things. We'll get into that later. Mm. But it seems like Leah has a devotion to the God of Abraham that mm. we don't see 100% of the time in Rachel. Mm. So just curiosity, you know, if if God were to rewrite history, what would Jacob's life have been like if he would have just taken Leah? Mm. Would his sons have been less contentious but still founded the tribes of Israel? Who great, knows?
1: Great question. We don't know. Yeah, We don't know. It, it is interesting, though, that, that Rachel is the one who, unbeknownst to her husband, and it's going to be amazing what happens, you know, Jacob's Jacob's taunting of Laban. Yeah, when,
0: because he, he doesn't know. He doesn't so he, know. He taunts him. So there's a couple of different deceptions that occur here. So one of them here is that Jacob leaves without telling Laban that he's leaving. Mm. And the text says that that was a lie, a deception. Mm-hmm. He deceived Laban. So what we're seeing there is the principle of a lie of omission mm-hmm. being presented in the scripture so that you're leaving something out and it becomes a deception of somebody else. So you're mm-hmm. misleading them. hmm uh, so don't ever think you're getting away with it by not telling somebody something. God still knows. And in the scripture, he has held us to that account of that this is not okay.
1: Yeah, and, and Laban's, Laban's kind of deceptive too. He says, why have you deceived me, carried off my daughters and like captives of war? Why did you run away secretly and deceive me? I would have sent you away with joy and singing tambourines and harps. Really? Okay, Laban. So why didn't you let them go
0: much earlier in the story when he wanted to go? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a lot of deceptive and mm. shrewd people dealing with each other. The story that we get here is even they make an oath eventually and mm-hmm. they make peace with each other. Right. But God is using broken people mm. to fulfill his promise, as we've seen time and again, is that he will use his chosen people, Mm. to accomplish his goal. And that is applicable today, is that we are broken people. But everyone has sinned and fallen short of the glory and the grace of God, but he provided that to us Mm. through his son, Jesus. And Mm -hmm. even in the Old Testament, he provided grace for his chosen servants.
1: Mm-hmm. So obviously we could go on and on, but uh, we just want to thank you again for joining us today. We look forward to being with you tomorrow for day 12 of The Bible in a Year with men.